Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's good, Internet? It's Monday, June 29th, and you're listening to Waypoint Radio, episode 325. I'm your host, Austin Walker. I'm joined today by Kato laughing up a storm. Hi. Patrick Lepic. Um, okay. Just f- uh, keep introducing people. I don't, I don't want to do the intro. So, oh, uh, way to step on my intro, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> no. What do you uh, have to tell us? So... Uh, we, I do all of you. So when we do the podcast, you yeah. know, I'm sure we've talked about how we just do this clap, so we sync up our, you know, our different audio uh, files for for Kato to work with, and we use a website called Time But yeah. then, do all of you still use? Do you use, all use the ad free version? Like, do you go to the one that's like no, time.is slash no just, ads? Yeah, no. slash just. Okay. I, yeah. I knew Rob, Rob. I wasn't asking you. I just assumed. Because <laughs> um, I like to scroll down. To I like to see the daily. I like to see the daily. Right. Right. So quote, in. Oh, go ahead. What's Oh, I thought I thought you were about to quote whatever the quote was for today. Oh, take care of the minutes and the hours will take care of themselves. Lord Chesterfield. <laughs> so um, there's also uh, ads on there. Um, yeah. And even though I occasionally deploy an ad blocker on the web because I go to some gross places for my reporting. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. The, the, there's a there's an <laughs> ad here for work for I just I pasted it. No. I would not like uh, to do this. It's an ad that says, stop using toilet paper. Clear rear. Oh, clear rear. The three seashells, finally. <laughs> there's, clear rear. There's just, I don't know what it is. It's it's, it's just a, like a metal rod. This is no, this more is like a, a pipe. This, oh, no, that looks like a hand bidet. Yeah, it's a hand bidet. Is it? That's yeah. a hand bidet. I'm trying it to figure like, out what part of the body this is, though. That's it's the like front some sort of the body. That's clear, that's clear front. <laughs> where <laughs> right, where, where do these legs, the legs go? What What is the orientation here? I cannot tell which way is up, and it's it's frightening. God. Yeah, that's... Uh, God, there's nothing good that rhymes here with front. I was looking. I was like, is there a... That's blunt front. <laughs> that's not good. Um... Yeah, Clear Rear seems to be a bidet company. Wow. <laughs> what a fantastic <laughs> what? demonstration. That's a great photo. I, I, clicked, I decided to infect my computer with a virus peach? and click open. Um, and, and found this other image. Yes, like, there appears to be a, a human holding a peach so that they can demonstrate what a butt looks like. Yeah, but um, the, the composition on this is incredible. It looks like it's the, being sliced open. That feels like the wrong <laughs> imagery. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> I do not like it. The, also, is that 
That's like a like a curved lightsaber just it like is. coming out yeah. on this peach. <laughs> yeah, that's a fucking Whoa. water bending going on right there. Um, it's very far away. So the composition is on the left half of the screen is this this I don't know that? that's not a peach. That's like a what is that a nectarine? Not a nectarine. Is that a nectarine? What is that? Maybe whatever that is is very close to the camera. It's like it's like the entire frame. <laughs> yeah, and then immediately to the right of it. I guess theoretically far in the distance is the toilet with the bidet set up yeah. blasting this water jet yeah, bla- blasting is the fruit. correct term like whatever you conjure in your head like you know the different levels of a it's hose a if you got like one of those you yeah. know like a heads that sprays between like shower and like and there's one that's just called full like yeah. this one is the full where like <laughs> if you sprayed this at yourself it would hurt like it would that, hurt get that fucking it's hose cutting out of this my face. fruit in half yeah it's it's and the, the aim on it it's kind of incredible so yeah I think I think Kato's right the waterbender is definitely involved <laughs> uh god uh. what a way to start the week off i hope everyone's week is going well so far uh, uh how are y'all your your weekends your weekends okay you get, t- get up to anything interesting we're mini golfing you went mini so mini-golfing. well things are illinois on friday entered phase four of our reopening we're huh. like a, a little ahead of like New York. I mean, everyone's phases are like different from yeah, how they yeah. categorize what's in that. But part of phase four are um, beaches, except for like, you know, like private ones that can, you know, like maintain some population counts uh, um, uh, more effectively. Um, mm-hmm. But even though Friday they all could have opened, uh, most of them have not figured out what their policies are going to be or like if they're going to yeah. cap. Uh, you know, <laughs> we looked up one. The only one that I could find for us to go to was. Um, a beach that decided they didn't they were not going to allow anybody to a non-residents to park at the the beach parking, the on-site beach parking. So you had to be a resident of the city in order to anyone could use that beach. Um, but you had to you had to go. They, they put it in the in the bullet point of what um, if you wanted to attend it was like just a short one mile walk um, to to drop your car off and then come back to the beach. I was like, one mile walk with two kids. Like that's like a short <laughs> jaunt. Yeah. My friend, like, what do yeah. you think? <laughs> like, for a four, you do that for, again on the way back. Well, for a four, if you, if Vinny pointed this out to me, uh, and like blew my mind, it's like a simple thing about kids that I never really thought about. Is like when, you, when kids, when you're just walking somewhere with a kid and they start complaining like halfway there, just remember to yourself because yeah. of their sheer size, they're walking two to three times the distance yeah. that you are because their strides are so much smaller yeah, than you. Yeah, they're pacing you. Yeah, there's more paces per foot than you. Yeah, so like a mile turns into, I don't know what the math is, but, you know, probably at least double, especially for a four-year-old. Um, so we just kind of threw that out and was like, even if we wanted to go there, what if that's where everyone decided to go and yeah. then what if we didn't feel comfortable? Even though beaches seem to be... They have to turn despite around and fact, walk Despite back the fact that there are like lots of photos of people are being bad at beaches, beaches seem like all told to be one of the safer places to to gather in in, in larger numbers. But anyway, the th- one of the uh, we ended up going to mini golf, which uh, my daughter Jessica always gets mad when um, I don't golf very much properly these days because it's yeah. like, difficult to tell my wife, "Hey, I'm going to be gone for five hours." Bye, bye. <laughs> um, see ya. Um, so I don't really do that much these days. And whenever I do, when, the couple times I have, uh, Jessica's always like, well, why can't I come with? Difficult to explain. Um, you're not yeah. big enough. And it doesn't really, she's like, yeah, but I'm bigger than I'm than before. I'm like, you're right. Bigger this than is before. True. You are bigger than, <laughs> bigger than before. Um, which that was, wasn't that a, yeah, uh-huh. it was a meme, was right? It was the egg, it was the water <laughs> egg, the vinegar egg, I don't know, whatever it was. 
so we found some mini golf places, and it was it was a uh, it was like mini golf is great. There's, there's, mini there's golf's no, great. There's no story here. It is just mini golf is great. More people should do it. Look it up. There are also more of them than you think. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of them. So we we went to two different ones this weekend. It was it was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, nice. Rob, was your weekend acceptable? <laughs> um, not really. No. Okay. Wow. Well. Uh, the the dog remains a nightmare. Um, what is wrong are, with your dog? Wait, 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 so I I, love I left dog. three months ago. Your dog, you know, dogs have issues. Dogs, yeah. you know, uh, it happens. And then I come back, and all I've just, you know, I've just I picked up, you know, just observing from afar. He's a reporter. You so. seem to be you seem to be a little frustrated with your dog. What's up? I need I need no, an update. Oh uh, no, not frustrated. Like it's what's going on is perfectly understandable. Hmm. Uh, she had her spay, but also oh. so for. Dogs that have deep chests. Uh, so think about like a dog when it's like sitting down, kind of has like a barrel chest, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently, they are prone. That like the deeper the chest, the higher the risk of uh, the stomach being twisted at some point as the dog like Ooh. grows up and like gets older in rough houses. Ooh. And like apparently among standard poodles, it's actually a pretty like high likelihood this will happen at some point during the dog's lifespan. If that happens. Uh, you are in emergency surgery territory, and the outcomes of that emergency surgery are not great. Um, so there's a thing you can do when the dog is younger, uh, which is – I'm sure there's a real name for it, but like it's, it's basically like a stomach tack operation where you uh, ba- like kind of attach the stomach to the walls of the chest cavity. And then it's like anchored in place and You're it's, it's held together. It bef- okay, I got Yeah, you. it's sort of held there by like a little bit of scar tissue. Um, sure. But that does mean that having these two surgeries happen in one go, Revan being the usual spay thing where like the dog rests up for a week. Now there was a full like invasive procedure done with the entire like chest cavity open. She's got the cone, right? I, I saw I saw reference. The cone is rough. We actually got, our, we got out of the dog cone. had the cone once. Yeah. So you're out of the um, cone. Is she, is she just like uncomfortable all the time, basically? No, that's... Oh, oh if she were uncomfortable, no. things would be so much better. Uh, <laughs> She's being active. Yeah, no, so that's the thing. Is like, I see. F- the thing about this is to make the... The space is going to be fine. The incision is fine. The thing that you got to make sure comes out right is the stomach tacking. Right. Um... And the way that can get fucked up is if the dog's like hopping and jumping and leaping and all that stuff. Mina all things shit. that Mina loves to do. Mina <laughs> loves to jump yeah, like uh-huh. you would not believe. Um, and so she like when she was uncomfortable, it was sad and upsetting and like hard to manage because we were just trying to make our sad in pain dog feel better. Yeah. Turns out those were the salad days of the post-operative recovery. Uh and now what we've got are the days where our dog's just furious because she's like, I'm fine. I right. don't understand why you imprisoned Mina. I do not understand why Mina <laughs> must be on a leash at all times. Why do you not let me jump on the couch to join you? Uh, and she's just furious all the time uh, and has to be watched like a hawk. And How much longer does she have like this? One more week. That's Whew. a long week, though. Right? How long, long has this been? Uh, two weeks under our belt. This is the, this is oof. day fourteen. Wow! And then we got one more week of this to make sure it like sets. And she's basically been back at like 
I can hang. She's been there for like the last five days, uh, maybe even the last week. So this this next week is entirely about making a dog that feels fine. Right. Continue to act like if it's she's not, on yeah. injured reserve. Yeah. She just wants to get out there and play. You know yeah. what I mean? She's the love of the game. This is what she <laughs> yeah. does. You know, like when, uh, when when she's doing the Jordan, she's got to get back make, on that corner. Gonna, just five minutes. Just give me five minutes per, per game. Did y'all finish the last dance? Can we? Did we? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. We should, hmm, we should talk about the last dance at some point. Should we do the end? We'll do it at the end. Let's Ooh. record a podcast and we'll see how much time we have. Ooh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Actually, we should. Hmm. Or we should. Or, you know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe uh-huh. later this week. Maybe later this week. We'll, we'll talk about it more extendedly. Uh... Should we talk about video games instead of, sure. of talking about the Michael Jordan documentary or <laughs> our our poor dog? Yeah, yeah, it's a time to time to do our post pod on that after the zeitgeist is completely completely. Left us, uh, yeah, two, listen, that's the waypoint way. That's right. That's right. This Everyone would have else been a smart gone. thing to do a month ago, uh, <laughs> but we had well, to formulate our thoughts. Right, we had to we sit are. with it. We had to sit with it. We had to see the pieces come out. We had to see the way in which the conversation would change. Had to really think about Horace Grant and how he took his portrayal in God, that doc. The Horace Grant stuff is so funny. <laughs> we can't do this right now. No nope. video games. <laughs> Who's playing them? What's Kato? Last uh, week, yeah, you were ready to talk about some very exciting Pokemon news, and we had to end the podcast. Moba, Pokemoba. Pokemoba. You're excited about this. I know some people <laughs> who are not who's excited about this. Um, who is making this? Uh, I forget their name, but they're a they're a Tencent owned uh, company that's made other uh, MOBAs, mostly. Mo- I, I want to say I saw platform, that, like the, stu- the yeah, the studio was like had specialized in a lot of like Chinese like MOBAs or like had made a lot of those successful ones in that space. Yeah. Um, for for you know for for mobile uh, devices and hey, what's this game actually called? Because I just hear everyone say Pokemon Moba, po- Pokemoba. What's the game called? The, the game is actually called Pokemon Unite. Okay. Um, that was kind of the weird trailer that they like played at first. Was like very much like Pokemon has brought people together, and now you can come together in a team of five to fight another team of five, which is the most Pokemon that have ever been in one battle at the same time. Okay. Um, <laughs> Wait, even in the movies. Uh, I don't think they count the movies. This is game world and movie world are but those two are different, historical. different worlds. <laughs> those are historical. That's true. Um, uh, how so, many how many Pokemon are in it? Which talk to talk me through who the Pokemon are. I need to. I don't actually I need even, to get myself into the head. They didn't give us a list, but the ones you okay, see in well, here is like you got your Charizards, you yeah. got your Gengars, you got your Pikachu in here. Apparently, the Pokemon. Um, what's interesting is that. You know, in a traditional like MOBA or whatever, you've got a leveling system of some sort. Um, yeah, you play through a match, you level up through the match. Yeah, throughout you get, the match. you yeah. get different. So like, it already like lines up really neatly that way. Um, and also, there's uh, after you hit certain levels, you're gonna the Pokemon's gonna evolve. So actually, you're starting with like the Charmander at the beginning of the match. Um, and essentially, what it looks like is that if you think about traditional MOBA, kind of like uh sections like you start off with like the laning phase uh where everyone's trying to build up money before like you actually start getting into fights with the other team uh so in this one what you're you're building up experience and you get that through hunting 
uh, this just kind of like wild Pokemon out on the field. It still has and kind your of Pokemon trick. are just running around beating the shit out of them. Yeah, yeah. You're kind of watching farming yeah, in, in the. What's that? Yes. That's what it's called. And like, I feel like I've seen Brad. Talk about <laughs> farming, farming mobs. Yeah. Farming. Yeah, yeah exactly. Farming yeah. This farming, is, uh, uh, except every, it seems like there aren't any that creeps, are actually creeps, in the lanes. Creeps. Yes. Uh, instead uh, of creeps, you've got like the kind of, it's like everyone's jungling all at the same time. Uh, everyone's just kind of finding the like little groups of hidden uh, Pokemon uh, in the field to level up. And then, you know, at a certain point, the like goal is to kind of push down. Uh, this seems to have like two lanes essentially, and each one of those lanes has these capture points. So you want to capture those points, and until you can capture the like enemy base, basically, and that's how you win. Do um, you evolve your Pokemon? It looks like it. Like they like. Okay. I think I think like for example, on this versus screen that you've actually posted here, there it has like Charizard and Blastoids, and I think what happens is you actually start with the 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 uh, smallest form of that evolution chain and then you end up with the charizard by the end of the game but snorlax is also here yeah snorlax doesn't doesn't evolve that's fine right but you do you will get new moves as you go along okay. still. like you still okay. level you still get like a lot of the leveling in mobas also has to do with stat changes and like being able to win fights if you out level someone because you're just a right. level straight up so um you know, it seems it's just like the, there's a lot of things that slot really easily here as far as like if you've like ever played or seen a traditional MOBA, like it feels like all the like leveling, mo the way moves work. And like they took out um, they took out um, type disadvantages just so it's like mm -hmm. because they're going to want to keep this balanced. Um, right. Because you, you're not going to want to play a game and just happen to from the jump be disadvantaged because of the characters you picked. Right. Right. Just happen to not be the right type. Right, exactly. Um, so yeah, I don't. Um, let's see what else is in here. Like, so the the weird thing is that there aren't instead of normally in mobas, there's like a tower, like a automatic, like it's it's got that yeah, like, like semi defensive tower yeah. defense thing. And these they're they're not towers at all. They're capture points. So it's it's more of a place where you're gonna have to actively defend. Like to a certain degree, you can leave towers alone in the early game in a traditional MOBA because they're going to do their own thing. They're, they're able mm -hmm. to defend themselves. But here it's just an open point where what you're basically doing is as you like jungle and capture what, when you, when you, when you quote unquote knock out a Pokemon in the wild and gain XP from it, you actually capture it. You see a little ball, like fly out of the ether and hit them and capture them. You're like depositing all those captures into the point oh. until you've deposited enough to like win it. And I'm not sure exactly oh. what the numbers are there. So, but it means huh. that if you're not actively at the point, it can be much easier to start building up. Right. Like people will start dropping in, you know, and starting to capture things. So it's a little more, which is, which makes sense with this kind of, instead of three lanes, which is kind of traditional for a MOBA, it's more like two lanes with a jungle in the center. Mm -hmm. Everything's a little more compressed, which makes sense. It's like, it's, uh, it's going to be. The, the audience is kind of skewed a little younger than most traditional MOBAs that are they get very, very complicated yes. as far as like the amount of characters and builds and all that. Um, but I'm excited because it like as far as like some of this um, uh, the like gameplay that they did show, it seems like uh, I don't know, like I, I used to play Dota a lot and I got a I got I got out of it just kind of because of how like you know it's the way that all of those work like you sit down for a game 
I actually was thinking about this because we've been playing so much Valorant recently. You sit down for a game and like you're stuck there for an hour most of the time, like 40 minutes if it's really quick. And the way that these things build, because it's level based, because it's about getting gaining XP and gaining resources in order to like uh, out out um, outrank the other team. Usually, you early mistakes kind of cost a lot. But this seems to kind of have taken the entire process and like collapsed it in a way where like these games are supposed to be much faster. Um, so it seems like, you know, a casual MOBA in that way where like I can get in and like play a couple games and not have to like commit to something that hard. It's, right. it's, it's a, it's a, it's a weird thing where like I'm okay with that in Valorant because individual rounds are so quick that you feel like you can turn it around, but like MOBA is this one extended round where like if you an early mistake, an early loss is gonna like affect like minute forty. Um, so it's um you know a little more a little easier to kind of like get get in there uh, if you you know you're not gonna like like keeping up with a MOBA is kind of so difficult that it's a lot of time commitment if you do not. Yeah, sure good luck. <laughs> yeah. Um, totally. but this, this seems like this, this great, like, you know, I'm, I like the, the game, the game type enough that like this kind of like more casual, uh, take on it is going to be, I, I'm, I'm excited to play it. Cool. Um, um do you, do you have a quick update on the other, uh, Pokemon stuff that, yeah. that dropped? Did you check out Poke Cafe? Poke, Poke Cafe? Poke Cafe Mix. Oh, is it? Is there a sub Poke Cafe mix? Yeah, this is the puzzle game that just dropped on Switch. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Excuse me. Mm, sorry. Uh. Yes, it is a, a mobile game and Switch, and um, it's fun. Oh, it's this okay. weird, strange. It's a strange puzzle game where essentially what you're doing is like you're making a cafe. Uh, turns out you're just making a cafe, and for some reason, instead of humans, only Pokemon show up, and like the game. All right. The, but the the thing is like you you were just trying to make a normal That's a last sick cafe day at your cafe right. IMO <laughs> yeah you're just trying to make a no- and that's like oh weird only Pokemon showed up today whatever we're a Pokemon cafe now um but it's very cute and the 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 gameplay is is kind of uh odd I'm not sure I don't play a lot of like mobile puzzle games but essentially what you're doing is you've got kind of a field with different items on it uh, a lot of them are Pokemon faces and there's a few that are like actually like parts of a recipe for whatever drink or food you're making. Mm-hmm. And essentially in order to like um, each uh, recipe has like a certain amount of a certain objectives that you have to hit. Sometimes it's score based and sometimes it's just like collect these ingredients. And the way to do that is you make links by attaching all the Pokemon faces. And if when, when you um once you've attached them, you have like a certain, you have a, I don't know how long it is, like probably like 10 seconds to attach it. And then, and then once those 10 seconds are up, uh, all of the like little Pokemon that you've connected explode and anything next to them gets also exploded. If it's one of those items that you're trying to, they call them gimmicks. They call them literally gimmicks. Um, one of the gimmicks for the like recipe you're trying to make. Right. Um, so certain gimmicks like sugar cubes take multiple hits to be collected. Some gimmicks can't, be collected by popping things but require you to use your special move which is when you get a big enough chain or enough chains in a row uh you get like a special move and each pokemon basically has a different 
uh, area of effect. Some of them are just a circular AOE around the little uh, are skill you, icon. Wait, are you picking? A, are you playing as a Pokemon? Uh, yeah. Or essentially, like, how do you for, choose? Yeah, at the beginning, like basically, one of the, a Pokemon comes up to your cafe, and they have a specific order, and you have a couple of different Pokemon. At, at first, you only have one, but then you like gain Pokemon as <laughs> it's very funny. It's as they come to your cafe and you become, they like you more and more. They decide to join your cafe. It's like, mm-hmm. I love this place so much. I want to work here, <laughs> which is a very strange <laughs> setup. But so, yeah, you you start gaining Pokemon. They each have different specialties and then, and it'll, the, the game will kind of mark like, oh, this, uh, it would be great to put Charmander on this. This he'll, he'll, he'll right. be a good match. Um, and basically, the difference between those Pokemon is that is that special move, where some of them will have an AOE that takes like uh, an area around the skill. Some of them are like an area pointed down for a certain amount of space. An area pointed to the left or the right, and it's um, actually kind of wild how specific the like puzzles can get where it's like, Oh, I ne- I need the one that has the skills pointed to the left. Cause there's a wall in between. That's the only way to actually hit the gimmicks, right. things like that. Um, right. Uh, and like, I don't know. It's like actually like a really fun little puzzle game. Uh, the one like kind of weird thing is that the way that it marks. So what happens is you have a certain amount of actions essentially to get mm-hmm. this recipe, right. Before, um, you basically fail out and you can retry. But the thing that shows up first is like, hey, do you want some more turns? Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Use how these. Much, uh, how much? How much would uh, just like three new turns be? Uh, that's 900 gold acorns, which are currency okay. that you can get from, you get about, you get a standard 50 gold acorns from completing plus however many leftover turns like so if you're really good at it and you have a bunch of leftover turns those convert into more gold acorns but at uh-huh. most I've oh, I've gotten like 95 out of one of these it costs wait, 900 wait, how- to get cool. three new turns to continue however uh turns out that if you just want to restart you hit the X on that little dialogue and it gives you a button. It gives you another screen, but you have to hit that for like, this is, it's very like, are there any other, cause I know this is free to start in Nintendo's yeah. terminology. Are there any right. other free to play elements? Uh, uh, yeah, there's a, I mean, there's a shop straight up where you can buy the, the special Pikachu that has a chef's hat. Uh, <laughs> you can only get that Pikachu from the, sh- from the shop so far. So does it uh, do something special? I'm sure it does, but I don't know. How much is it? How much is that Pikachu? It. Uh, it's like how much is that Pikachu in the window? Four bucks. Okay, it's not horrible or anything, but it's still four like bucks very. It, you know, it is still it, the the thing that really gets me is that yeah. whole like it looks like it's the only option when that golden acorn thing pops up. Mm-hmm. Like the the X is like in the top right corner of that dialogue, and you're like. You, I, I for the longest time didn't know that there was another option. Uh, I didn't spend any money because I always had like extra golden acorns. But there's kind of a difficulty spike around the um, right around uh, fifty orders in, and mm-hmm. at that point is when I noticed, oh hey, I can just close this dialogue. What happens? Oh, I can just restart. That's fine. I'll keep playing for free, no problem. But that's definitely, God. especially given the the age range that this is pointed at, it's a, it's very much like. Some kids just gonna hit continue on that thing until they buy some fucking oh, yeah. acorns, you know? Oh yeah, hundred uh, percent. Feels. Mom, bad. can I play this? <laughs> can I play this Pokemon game? It's free. 
and then mom has spent $60 on <laughs> on gold acorns on, on gold acorns cuz some yeah, of these are acorns. some of these puzzles are like straight like pretty difficult because it's not just you're not just fighting with um like connecting them it's kind of difficult to explain but there's like everything in that box has physics um, right. so you're actually also moving things around and some of them some of the like gimmicks are like uh for uh, sandwiches you have tomatoes and the thing you need to do with tomatoes is get them into baskets that are uh kind of in certain spots at the bottom of the screen and so if you knock a tomato to like the right side of the screen but the only basket's on the left side you have to actually use a turn trying to like shove it back as you're also right. connecting things like it can get pretty uh uh difficult to do and especially yeah there's like a weird spike around uh 50 orders in um so like yeah it i don't know like i really actually enjoy the puzzle like it's 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 pretty fun to like try to like get all those physics to work out and you can get some like good chains of like knocking things out and having things fall mm-hmm. into the right place which is nice um but that 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 bit about the microtransactions and the way that it like signals that is like <sighs> ugh, a little iffy. yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. For what it's worth, I bet that I bet that MOBA is going to have a lot of uh, cosmetics also. I, I, maybe yeah. it won't, but I hope it. I, it no, I hope they it also does, said the word free to start. Yeah, of course. Which, of course. what does that mean? That's what Nintendo says. Nintendo says free to start. Free to start. No, not free to play. They're, they, I, for what it's worth, I think that I, their I framing that on term. it is like, oh, this is more honest about what we're talking about. But like, no, it, <laughs> it isn't really. Because you should just say... That there's microtransactions. That's the word you don't want to say. You right. want to say or call you it don't a demo. Yeah, or call it a demo, but it's not a demo. Well, yeah. also free. Yeah, uh, free to start definitely implies a, a a hard paywall somewhere, which I haven't yes. hit yet in 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 Cafe Mix. I'll let I'll, yeah. let you, I'll know if I do. But you're gonna need a lot of golden really. acorns. You're gonna hit something that's gonna be like this is I can't. <laughs> this get is impossible. It. I, I need more turns. It. Yeah, totally. It's interesting that that game the this game drops. I mean, obviously you can't pivot a whole company's initiatives in the Pokemon company is separate from Nintendo in interesting ways. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, there's that report that Nintendo is less interested in doing mobile games in the future. Um, largely, because it doesn't seem like it's like worth the effort for the profit they've have or haven't gotten out of it. And so I, I'll be curious to see Like, I, I almost wonder if like terminology, like free to start is like just the, the indicative of like a larger transition away from, shit like that given that the switch has proven so profitable on its own making stuff that's more within nintendo's wheelhouse and doesn't sort of force them to make weird amalgamations of the games they traditionally make yeah like those numbers i i think it's one of those things where i i would have expected those numbers to be higher and the fact that they're not means why would they waste their time on that versus trying to chase Animal Crossing again? Animal Crossing was so successful on the Switch, it kind of proved the case that there are a lot of there there are a lot of Switches out there and mm-hmm. Nintendo's capable of making games that will will reach a lot of people. So I can imagine internally just being like, yo, fuck this phone shit. We're trying to do Animal Crossing. <laughs> this seems like a pain in the ass and we're pretty good at the other thing. Yeah, already. let's yeah. just do the other thing, which yeah. good. You know, I I like mobile. Make games, Super Mario Run but, two and put it on Switch. It's fine. That yes. game was mechanically really cool, and I would have liked them to expand upon it. Um, and it's a bummer that it may just die on the vine because of yeah. uh, their move away from that. Uh, a really quick note on mobile stuff: uh, Golf on Mars is out. Golf on Mars is the sequel to Desert Golfing. So oh. just know that that's available for you if that's a thing you need in your life. Is it more? Me- is it 
is it meta in any way or is it just here's it's just golf i with think it's visuals. just golf on mars you can go past oh. the holes so i say this okay. already to you that you can it's the you weirdest can, david bowie cover i was just thinking <laughs> i was just rewriting that song in my head uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah it would be amazing if you got like, to like it's just like the weird owl song that he didn't write <laughs> right yeah if you get to like if you get to like you can see the music 1, video right yeah, now 100 <laughs> percent yeah okay okay i'm gonna fall down like playing it in my head yeah um it's it's desert golfing but with weirder what's like you know how in y'all play desert golfing yeah yeah you know how towards late in desert golfing you start getting weirder courses yeah you're like oh there's more like strange obstacles it's that a little earlier Mm. um and then uh the other thing is you can blow past the holes it doesn't it does not like you go. It doesn't you know, stop you. It doesn't, it doesn't like you want to hit like a boundary box. No, you just go to the next hole. So Are the go, physics oh. the same? I think so. I'm, hit, okay. I'm but 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 if you're saying that you're it's a, it's not like a, hey it's I think it's a little floatier. space ball and it's it, like floaty and strange. It's a little floatier. I just I just hit the okay. ball. I, I'd say that's floatier. But like it just we it's a little slower kind of. You know what I mean? Like you're like yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's not like uh like. which is the sound that i mean it's sort of like that but it's not exactly like that yeah 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 yeah. you know and you're not like getting like space jets or you know what i mean there's no there's no gimmicks it's fucking it's fucking desert here's another one of them yeah it's like hey it's been eight years or whatever do you need this in your life again and my answer is like i do but i also don't have a commute anymore so I'm just going to play it like right before bed and that's still fine. See, that's the tough part. Like, I, yeah, with, uh, I mean, I've, you know, I haven't had a commute in years at this point right. and it really crushed a lot of yeah. games like that. And then <clears throat> the moment the switch came in, it was like, oh, well, yeah. then I'll just play, you know, I, the, the, I almost said the term like meteor, but like, just like there are games that I would rather play, you know, than something like a desert golf, which I find to be like a perfectly good and enjoyable distraction. But it's like, oh, I could play the Switch in which I could play games that have a little more to them and I can take that around the house in the same way that I take my phone. It's like a lot of those games I just sort of died as uh, something I invest like a meaningful time into, which I miss. I, I like I right. liked that. Hey, I've got 15 minutes on the Muni or whatever, you know, when I live in yeah. San Francisco. Um, I love I, I love time. I love uh, uh, gaming on the go i love uh commute, commute <laughs> mobile games was like a huge that part of my life like a part of a testimonial video. i love gaming on uh, the go, go. <laughs> it's so easy uh god anyone else playing anything over the weekend worth worth shouting out worth talking about uh, uh, i got into desperados 3 oh i right. hear desperados is 3. it a masterpiece yeah is it is it as good wait. as they say sorry Ooh. wait we What's should take up? a break before we do another thing, I think. Okay, we can take a break. Take a break. It's, just getting, there. Skeptic, it's just skeptical getting there. Skeptical Austin is skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> fine. Okay. We'll take a break. Let's take a break. We'll take a break. It's fine. I, I want to hear about the masterpiece. moment there. Is it a masterpiece? <laughs> is it a masterpiece? <laughs> the people have been asking, is Desperados 3 a masterpiece? <laughs> Hard it's cut to every second counts in gaming. And then, <laughs> or, wait, is or that, whatever uh, it is we're running now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. God. Isn't The Economist great, fam? God. We'll be right back. Hold up. 
when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. All right, Rob, is Desperados 3 a masterpiece? (laughs) A word we use a lot around here. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure I would go that far. Uh, It's a really particular kind of game. Like, it is in the Commandos tradition. It is specifically from the same team that made Shadow Tactics. Uh, A game that I have also heard people really like. Rob really really likes that game. Yeah, that game's good. Yeah, it's really cool. It's stylish. It's got, you know, it, it's got that very like pulpy samurai movie like vibe to it. It's a lot of fun. Desperados three is more of that in a lot of ways with some significant like quality of life improvements. Uh, but at the same time, like, and this, like, this is the kind of the front of mind thing about this game. This is a game where you are safe coming your way through levels. Like, literally, yeah. the default options are when you start playing, it will tell you if you haven't quick saved in more than a minute. Like, literally, this is a game where you're like, all right, eh, 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 kill this guard. Oh, I got caught. Shit. Quick load. Eh, 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 the eh, stop and go traffic of video games. Yeah. 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 And so the thing is, like, it's a lot of fun figuring out how to unravel these positions because that's what it is, is like these interlocking cones of like guard awareness and such and how to use your character's abilities to sort of pull them apart and lure them to their deaths in, in different ways. But at the same time, like if you are someone who wants a game to have a lot of flow, who wants to have that sort of that more run-like experience that you sometimes get with like games more in like the thief stealth lineage or, mm-hmm. or even invisible ink in yeah. a lot of ways, right? Where it's like, look, part of it is missions go a little bit wonky and you have to react to that and sort of figure out how to handle the spiraling uh, dangers and mistakes. This isn't that game. Like this is not, not, not out of the box, right? If you want to play it on harder difficulties, if you want to start achievement chasing, you can start, you know, limiting your save options. You can start making guards just a little trickier to uh, to manage. But I think like kind of the way this game is meant to be played is with this sort of uh, quick load, quick save model in mind, mm-hmm. which I found a little grating at first, but in general it's still so the way the way i conceive of it now is it's a puzzle game where each level's full of different puzzles like right you know it's it's uh almost lemmings like in that you have really specific timing puzzles to work out using your tools and you're just going to have to 
try again a lot to figure out how the timings are going to work and how to make everything come together. But it's all real time, right? Yeah. Well, you can pause, right? You, you can, can pause, pause and you can queue up orders. That's what I think one of the big ones. I'm not sure Skulls uh, the Shogun. Uh, Skulls the Shogun. I'm not <laughs> sure uh, Shadow Tactics uh, had this option. But now you can sort of say, I'm entering showdown mode. And I hit shift. And now everything freezes. And I can say, okay, when I give the word, you're going to stab this guy. You're going to strike this guy. You're going to flash bomb this guy. Go. And then all the characters do it simultaneously. Um. And so that is that is one thing you can do, but it, you can't really queue up orders that right. way. Uh, so it's not like a frozen synapse situation where you can be like, okay, and then when I say go, everyone will start pivoting around the level in this right. way. And yeah, that's not this game. We should just to paint a picture for people who have not seen this game at all. It is like an isometric top down kind of uh, tactics y thing in a real time environment. Um, where you are like controlling cowboys and cowboy adjacent characters. Uh, you know, you got your like your marshal, you got your bandit, you got your like lady who is can... this Paw Patrol? It's Paw Patrol. This is Paw Patrol, but uh. for adults. This is mm, this, uh, just too much murder for the kids, is all I'm saying. I'm not trying to say anything more dramatic than that. We're going to move on. Uh, but the, the the puzzles are then things like dealing with, you said, enemy vision cones, which are on the map. It's these, like, gi- not the map, but are on the screen as giant green cones. Or, like, um, how do you get past this burning thing? Or how do you get up there without a ladder? What's your way around the environment? Stuff like that. I played a demo of this last year and really enjoyed it at, at E3. Um, uh, but I, I, I definitely have the thing that you just said. You, you just said that each level is unique is like filled with unique puzzles basically, which is like good, but it doesn't necessarily scratch my personal itch of what I want from a stealth game, which is the thing you also just said, which is like, it all falls apart. What happens when it, what happens when it falls apart? How do you improvise your way out of a, out of a situation? Um, but, but I, I guess I'll say from last year when I played it, I did play a mission in which I said, you know what? I only have five minutes left. Let me just try to push through this thing instead of being perfect. And when I did that, I did find myself having a little bit more fun. I wasn't going to successfully get through it unspotted. I don't remember their side objectives, but I remember being like, well, fuck it. I'm not going to get everything I want out of this. Uh, And this is going to turn into a bad gunfight because this game is not meant for gunfights in that way. Um, But I still had a little bit of fun with that. So I am curious if playing on a harder difficulty would, would sate your needs in that way. Yeah, I think it's like the tools are clearly there. Like there's so many healing items in the game. Like there are a lot of things that are clearly in the game to sort of help you patch up your mistakes and continue on with the level. Uh, And there's a lot of places where the perfect solution is probably way fussier than, hey, I've whittled this down pretty far. There's four guys. I've got four people on my team who also have some sort of ranged weapon. We could just kill them all at once. And like that will be that. Um, And the game also has ammo crates stored throughout it so that like you can replenish your your guns uh, if you want to sort of just go loud all the way through it. But I, it's not a fun game when things go bad. At least it's not it's it's not fun being in the middle right. of a scramble in that right. way where you're like trying to recover from a mistake because the controls are they're good, but they're just fiddly enough that it's a really hard game to sort of quickly dance your fingers across the keyboard and get everyone doing the right thing all at once. Yeah. Showdown mode makes that a little easier, but also that's not dramatic. Suddenly it's like 
freeze frame, everything's going to shit, and then everyone does the exact like correct move perfectly. Uh, and and so I think the the. I think this is this is where Commando's t- style games always end up, right? You have to really be down with this premise. You mm-hmm. really have to be cool with this type of stealth game where it's mostly about putting together the run that if this were a uh, Commando's movie, right? Or if this were, uh, you know, a, a, a genre, you know, adventure romp. Uh, you have to put together the run where the guard turns around and lights a cigarette and then a hand comes out of the darkness and slits his throat at that exact moment. That's the thing you are putting together with these tools. Uh, the thing you are not doing is going on the caper yourself in some ways, right? You're not actually in the moment being like, I hope that guy doesn't come around this corner. I don't know what's going to happen. You do know what's going to happen. The mm-hmm. pattern repeats. It's about pulling apart the pattern. Right. That's interesting, and and uh, I I'm glad it's I'm glad it's connecting with <laughs> the people who really love it. I I think it's just one of those things I'm going to back burner because there's so much else in terms of even inside of the world of stealth games that like I they will give me the thing that I want, which which is not you know that's not a mark against it so much as I'm not the target audience for it, despite thinking it looks pretty good, you know? Yeah. Um, can I talk about a really sad game? Well. I don't know if it's a sad game if I just had a sad experience. Uh, so this came out a while ago, but I picked it up as part of the Black Lives Matter like Itchio bundle that has fifteen hundred games or something <laughs> in it at, by the by the end of it. Uh, it's called Signs of the Sojourner, which we we talked about a demo of it probably eight months ago, something yeah. like that. Um, it is another car deck builder, but not anything like the ones that are that we've talked about. It's not you get abilities and you use abilities. Um, it's a it's kind of like a visual novel where it's sort of like a, a, a visual novel with a lot more. Um, you're not deciding on choice. I'm just I'm just going to set up how the game works and what the premise is and how it plays. Uh, you are playing a character who is ha- has just uh, had a funeral for their mother. Um, and you and your best friend and your sibling or like step sibling. It's, it's hard to tell, um, have like, you know, adopted, you know, as close as brothers or something like that type thing, um, have inherited your mother's antique and curiosities and gift shop and cafe. It sells everything. You're living in a kind of a fantasy world, but like a modern fantasy world. So like, there are and it's not even fantasy so much as weird um uh you know there there are different weird organizations and factions there's sort of a post-apocalyptic vibe but like post a very post post-apocalyptic vibe in the sense that like things are working again everything's fine but but there is not it's not modern society as we see it it's each city feels almost like it's its own city state there is this like there was some weirdness in the air but there's not like monsters necessarily or anything like that your job you and your in your kind of step sibling decide like we're going to do, do a little bit of division of labor here they're going to take care of the store they're going to mine the shop and you are going to join this caravan that rides through your town once a month basically and go shopping for cool new shit to sell at the shop so that you can have cool shit to sell at the shop the caravan says at the very beginning of the game hey guess what Sorry, this town sucks. We're not going to come back to this town unless things turn around really quick. It's not worth our time. 
And the game's premise is basically around that that idea of a town that could get left behind, right? This has happened historically where, like, you know, you have, like, a, a town that has, like, a general store and some other, like, a little gas station. And then someone builds a highway and so no one goes to that town anymore and that town just dies because you need that throughway. You need that traffic to keep it going. And so if this, con- if this convoy stops going to this town, stops bringing in new people to buy stuff, stops, you know, uh, uh, bringing in new stuff to sell – that town will die on the vine and your mother's shop will fail. And so to do this, you join this convoy and you go around the world and you talk to people. And the way you talk to people is you have this very simple card mechanic that uh, I linked the trailer, uh, but but to, for people listening at home, you have a, a hand of cards. And mo- at the beginning of the game, everyone you talk to uh, has the same basic card icons in their in their own cards and it's circles and triangles so maybe you have a card that's a triangle and a triangle maybe you have a card that's a circle and a triangle what you're trying to do is play a card and then the next the the npc you're talking to will play a card from their hand and they want to match your right side icon with their left side icon so you play circle triangle they can play triangle triangle or triangle circle or something else as long as it starts with a triangle and that means that the flow of the conversation is happening. And like it's abstracting this idea of different modes of conversation like, hey, you're empathetic or you're logical or you're, you're passionate or whatever, right? Um, and the thing is that as you – if you succeed in these challenges, the story goes different ways. And if you fail, they, it goes different. So for instance, um, you don't get something you, – you don't close the deal and get a cool painting to sell if you fail a conversation with this painter, right? You don't get the, the nice matcha leaves or whatever if you fail the conversation with this tea maker. Um, uh, but there are other bigger things like a crisis happens and you need to go get supplies for someone and – when you go and you, you fail the thing, like, I'm not going to get the supplies, which means we're not going to be able to repair the shop or whatever. Um, and there's no hard failure in the game, which is one of the biggest difference about, differences about this. If you play Slay the Spire, you lose, you lose. You lose a fight, you lose the run. The run is over. You get resolution in a sense, and you get to move on and start a new, new game until you win every match, every fight. A, a win of Slay the Spire is a 100% win. You might take some knocks, but you've won every match, Right. In in uh, Signs of the, of the Sojourner, you're losing conversations. You're failing conversations constantly. And it sucks because failing a conversation feels like you fucked up. And because of the way the game is written, it feels like you've hurt someone or it feels like you've been discarded. It feels like someone says like, you know what? I, I'm just not going to talk to you right now. And it like really stings and you don't get to leave. You have to, you have to keep going. So my arc of this game was, and I even got to the worst part about this or like the best part because it knows what it's doing, but it's really fucking rough. The people around you in the first caravan basically speak your language. They're all circles and triangles. But as you get further away from your town, you start hitting cultures that are triangles and squares or triangles and diamonds or squares and diamonds, completely different from your town. The the kind of culture of that place is so different that you need to change how you speak to speak to them. And you don't just get to keep adding cards to your deck. You have 10 cards. And after every conversation, mm-hmm. you slide a new card in and an old card out, mm-hmm. which means you have to change who you are and how you speak to succeed far away. And then you have to come home with your new language and try to talk to your brother. And he doesn't understand you anymore. It fucking sucks, dude. It's incredible. Like, it's 
and there's a way to game it. There are ways, to, I'm sure, to win it. There's a, this is a game with like a thousand different, not a thousand. There's a bunch of different endings where you can save the you shop. Can min or max not. whatever you want. Someone will find so, a way. Someone will find a way. Exactly. But it means it, well, the thing that you can't min max is winning for everybody. There's there are going to be conversations you can't win. And so for me, those were like, well, do I do I? So part of this felt like code switching, right? Part of it felt like I'm mm-hmm. going to the big city. I need to pick up the way the people in the big city talk because if I don't, literally, my friend will get arrested. Literally, one of the things that happens is you're passing through the gates. The guard goes like, oh, is that motherfucker with you? I don't trust that guy. You know, he's going to come with me. And you can try to talk the cop down. But I don't have squares and and diamonds. I got circles and triangles. I can't win that argument. Like, it's just not going to happen. And and so that happens. Uh, The person, the the fucked up thing is I'm going to spoil one of the endings of this game. There are many, and I haven't seen any of them except for this one. I happened to succeed throughout this whole thing. A lot of the characters you talk to are people your mother knew. And so you're trying to figure out like what happened to your mom? What was your mom's life about? You, you learn very, very, very vaguely and broadly that she was part of this like artist circle. And there's an interesting history there. Um, but you also meet people who are just doing their own thing. Like there was definitely like a 12 year old gang leader who I met in an abandoned town once. Um, and I met this woman who was a thief, who was like a thief with an eye patch. Um, and eventually like a, a, a prosthetic arm. Um, and she stole a painting from me. In fact, things started going wrong. Now that I think about it, everything went wrong when Klaus stole that painting from me because I left the caravan to chase her down. She leaves to go to this oasis in the, in like near the desert, um, at the edge of the desert, basically. And I left the caravan to go chase her down and get that fucking painting back. And that meant that that rest, I lost the caravan, which makes traveling harder. You get more fatigued. Fatigue adds cards to your deck that don't match with anything. Um, which means you're fucked twice in a row because it won't connect to something on the left and it won't connect. No one can connect to it because you're too tired. And so I chased this woman down to get this painting back. I get the painting back. But then by the time I catch up, I try to catch up with the caravan. I'm just exhausted. I'm fucking up things. I go home. I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm not connecting to anybody. I'll note there is a cute dog. And the, when you run into the cute dog, the dog takes fatigue away, which is very true and nice. Uh, but it does not happen often. You're not. That you're is not, not true. <laughs> Uh, you don't, you own, don't the own the dog. Yeah, yeah. You just, you just, you just. It's your friend's dog. You know what I mean? It's the caravan's dog. Someone else is feeding that dog, taking the dog to the vet. You're just running through and petting it. So <laughs> eventually, I run into Klaus again in that city where I couldn't get my friend past the cops. And Klaus, oh, actually, I skipped one thing. At one point, Klaus was like, "Yo, can you help me rob this lady?" And I was like. You know what? That lady kind of sucks. Sure, I'll distract her while you rob her. I didn't say that. I just succeeded at those conversations. Was that after Klaus stole your painting? Yeah, totally. But we made up. It's fine. It was like a meet cute. (laughs) Um, And... Uh, but it's miserable. Like what, what happened is I definitely got in w- with someone who I should not have fucked around with. I should have gotten that painting back and never talked to her again. Um... So we keep having these run-ins. Eventually, I free her from jail. I get bust her out of jail in the big city. She's like, "Meet me at that oasis where I stole your, where I took your stolen painting. We should talk." And I did. And she was like, "We should get out of here. We should just leave. This whole place sucks. Let's go to the the last expanse or the far expanse. Let's go to the desert and just get out of here." That decision that I had to make about whether to stay or leave was contextualized inside of all the stuff I set up at the beginning, which was they're going to your mom's shop is going to fail. Your sibling is trying to keep it alive. Some additional crises I won't get into that have popped up throughout the game. And the last time you leave home on your last trip, it's like, hey, the future of whether or not this caravan comes back to this town is going to be up to this final trip. 
you got to do good on this one. You got to like bring back stuff. The people, when they get back here in the, in the loop, everyone's got to love this place because there's exterior, there's external force from another faction that wants us to cut this thing from the, from the trip. They didn't like your mom. They don't like this place. They want you to throw you to the fucking wolves. And I fucking left. I went to the desert with my girlfriend. I never looked back. Hell my yeah. sibling never saw me again. And then it, it gives you like a happy ending to that story. It's like, oh, you, you've never been happier. You, you committed to this person who you love and, to, you know, you and your partner go off in a life of crime. But I'm like, no, that's not the ending. The ending was I was too afraid to go back home because if I went back home, my my you know sibling would be upset because I fucked up too many times. My mother's shop would be left in ruins I, and I'm going to feel like a failure. What if I just get out of here instead? What if I just like born to run, hit the road? Let's go, like let's go live on the fucking Ugh. highway. Like, and it killed me, which makes it a really effective one of these. Like, in a way that I didn't expect. I, it, to be clear, I should I should set up. It's very cute art. The music is incredible, but it's all very like homey. It's all very like each city has its own musical style, um, and there's kind of a range here from kind of some you know vaguely frontiersy guitar to some like arcade fire shit. Um, <laughs> it's like it, very lush in some places, very you know receded in others, um, and and it's it's beautiful. It's a very you know diverse game in terms of character design, in terms of place, um, and it's not a game with combat. It's not a game where you're fighting people, and yet it fucked me up. Like it is, uh, it is. So interesting to play a game in which you have to fail forward. You, when you fail, you have to live with that. There's no safe scumming. It's not Desperados Three. You don't get to go back and rehab the conversation. You have you you talked to the pickle guy and you didn't close the deal on the pickles. And in fact, you said that he looked like an old pickle, and that was a mistake that you said. You didn't mean to say it like that. But now he doesn't like you. And the next time you come around, he's like, "Oh, it's the person who called me an old pickle." I thought you liked pickles. I thought he says this, he says like, "Who doesn't like pickles?" And I'm like, "Okay, well, to be fair, guy, a lot of people don't like pickles. I'm not. I like pickles. Don't get me wrong." Um, and that it depends on the pickle. It depends on the, it does depend on the pickle. We've been we've been through this. So that's signs of the sojourner. I think it's like a really unique thing. But like go in. I've seen a lot of people talk about it as like a chill game. Maybe I'm just shitty at it, but it was not chill. It was distressing. And every w- other ending is like things work out much better. It's a much more positive. Oh, look, you just got the one. I'm sure that shit the, ending. I'm sure that there's a range of you go home and like, I'm sure even if I had gone home instead, it would have been like, well, the shop closed up, but we still have each other. You know what I mean? But we also keep we, our mom in our hearts. We keep our mom. Right. Exactly. You still have that. You keep that locket of her close to your chest or you go and deal. Maybe we'll start our own mm. art colony or whatever. Yeah, it but is. Maybe it's a lifetime of like quietly muted judgment from your sibling. It and might be. And you're like, I should have just gone off the fucking desert. I should. Why right. Did I stay for this shit? <laughs> totally. Totally. Oh, I'm sorry. I, mean, I didn't save the town single handed, bro. <laughs> this was the way the conversations were going with him by the end. It was very much like, uh, like I, I thought I knew who you were. Like you've changed, and I was like, I, I can't okay, fucking deal with. I gotta go. <laughs> like, yeah, no shit, I've changed. I'm out in the world. I'm sorry, I don't stay here and fucking sweep the cafe all day. Like, phew. That motherfucker. Anyway. Is that what you communicated in triangles? Yeah, that's what I communicated. Well, what I will say is when you there are moments in this game that are literally unwinnable. Right. So if you have a hand of circles and triangles and the person you're talking to has squares and diamonds, there's just no way to reconfigure it. You're just like, hey, you just don't have the I just don't have it. It's just not going to happen. But it's even more frustrating when you almost can do it or when you make a misplay. You're like, fuck. It feel it's the most it feels like fucking up in a conversation I've ever played in a video game. Like, actually, of like. 
do you, I, I'm sure you've had this experience with with a partner or with a family member where you're like, we can't connect. We it won't like you're not listening to the words I'm saying. I'm saying X. You're hearing Y. I promise I'm saying X, and you're telling me you're hearing Y. I'm I'm going to explore. I can't deal with this. I feel I feel, and this game gives you that feeling, which is a, a hearty <laughs> recommendation. Two thumbs up for, from Austin Walker. <laughs> it makes you feel like that time you got in that fight you hated. Well, this is the, oh man, it's like uh. This is less true of Jessica now because she's almost four and oh. can pretty much express most of like what she wants to say very articulately, even if and as her vocabulary is expanding really quickly. But it's like a two year old where they've, right. they've got a couple of words. They're like just starting to mentally come around and they're asserting themselves enough to know like they, they're trying to tell you something. And literally, like in the same way, you know, in the, in the metaphor of the game, like just don't have the cards in their deck. Right. To, like they know they're like they in oh. their heart. If they could if we could translate the baby speak, they could explain dogs are similar too. where it's just like like when you when you have that language barrier, it is so it's also like really satisfying when you manage to put it together. Like the amount of times <laughs> with my kids where it's like one of us will turn to each other, and go, fuck, that was it. That if we <laughs> known that half an hour ago, we would have been. Great, um, but instead it's been uh, a nightmare for, for thirty minutes. So to like be so close but so far can be like really frustrating for both both sides. What's like what's the length of an of an arc? Uh, like I played, a, through, a play I played the whole thing in about three or four hours. Um, which oh, is that's nice. It's on which Switch is, too. Which it is, is on Switch. Cool. Yeah, totally. And it's it's again like it, the reason I think it, people say it's chill and like it has like cool vibes is because it does have cool vibes. It, the music is incredible. The art design is incredible. The world is really cool. It's cool to learn about these different cities and like what their vibe is. Um, uh, but, but boy, I did a couple other things that come to mind with what you just said really quick. I'll, I'll throw to you, Rob, uh, you get eventually some stuff happens where certain people have grief in their decks and grief is a unique new symbol type that just works its uh -huh. way into people's decks. And the only thing that connects to it is grief. You can connect grief to grief, but why do you, you don't want to walk around with grief? Cause there's all these people who aren't fucking sad. And if you're sad, you can only connect with those. It's, which is great. It's like very direct, yeah. but it's very mm -hmm. good. And then the other thing is there are cards that are just duplicate the last thing said to you, which is great if it's circle, circle, cause then you get circle, 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 circle. And when that happens, you get like a backstop that prevents a failure from failing that part of the conversation. It like defends you, but. You can't repeat back triangle to circle to someone. They'll know it feels wrong. And that also feels it's like the best ex example of like you meet someone at a convention and, and you try to like, OK, what mode do I have to be in? How do I just repeat back what they said to me to them in a way that makes them feel like we're on the same wavelength? Uh, it's th that, that those abstractions of what conversation looks like is are very good. Rob, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to say is like, I, I think. I think this came up a little bit around like the wholesome games uh, conversation where like, I think one of the side effects of games maybe almost being exhaustingly introspective about the prevalence of violent themes and like uh, open physical conflict themes being the, the centerpiece of games mm -hmm. is everything tends to be defined oppositionally to that. And so if you're not that it can be, and there's an aesthetic element to this. I'm looking at the video. This does have like, you know, uh, very, cute art in some ways right yeah. like but the other thing is that oh it's a game about like talking to people and connecting that's uh you know that's that's pretty chill that's that's not that there's not a lot of conflict there there's tons of conflict here mm -hmm. like it's just a different mode of conflict in many ways it's a more painful form of conflict but yeah. in games we tend to think like well if you're not shooting anybody that's a that is a <laughs> positive thing that is a that is a positive like affirming experience or and passive yeah 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like, no, like if you, it sounds like this game does a very effective job of getting at the tragedy of missed connections yeah. and miscommunication that, that happens between you, people of goodwill, which is the thing that games struggle to bring out. Like even like, like the other, the model we see the most is dialogue trees. But those are a really like blunt force solution to that where like still the author is in there pulling strings yeah. uh, to really directly make things happen. But then usually dialogue trees, for the most part, they're not really trees, they're circles. And then there's a couple spokes coming off of them that point in different directions that are clearly labeled. What you don't get is this clear like, I can't connect with this person anymore. Yeah. I can't like, I want to, but also we're just different. And that is a sort of sting or defeat that is very different from what we see in games and is pretty far from chill. Yeah, totally. Um, and, and I'll say that like you, the, the way you win or, or lose a conversation is each conversation has, uh, you're, you're trying to string together these cards, right? And you're trying to string together three to five, like amount of them basically, right? So either you have to play one and someone else has to play one or it goes back and forth a couple of times. And when you do that once, you get, if you succeed, you get like a white mark. And if you fail it, you get a black mark. And each, in each conversation has different amounts of all of that stuff. So if you're talking to someone who, who you know likes you and they agree with you basically on the thing. It doesn't take a lot of convincing. You just got to you got to put three cards out real easy. One one time you win and to fuck it up means really fucking it up means like failing three times in a row. Just, there's no connection happening. And so there's a good degree of that. And then there's also a degree to which you can you can kind of half succeed where say someone says like, hey, can you get me? Um, we really need some some, I don't know you know food for the cafe we need some some like extra cool food for the cafe this this month um you can come back give them the food and still fuck up the conversation but you'll get the thing where you've given them the food like it won't ignore that you gave them the food but it doesn't necessarily mean that the relationship is still like good if that makes sense so like it, it it's actually a very non-binary system um and and then the thing that happens is like sometimes you'll fail and the way the conversations will end with a failure is just like Someone says like, yeah, I'll let you, I guess I'll let you get settled in then. And it's those little flourishes of like, oh, we just had a little fight. I didn't, huh, that was a little fight, wasn't it? Is so, <laughs> are just so on point. Um, uh, I, yeah, so recommendation for it with the note that if you play like I did, at least you might have a little bit of a stressful slash bummer time. Um, Kata, did bummer you ever time. end up going back to it? No, I actually installed it yesterday being like, you know, I should come back to this. Yeah, I also uh, was also because I was like, it's time. Yeah, like, but as soon as I'm like done with big bigger things on my plate, I'm definitely gonna hop back in. Yeah. So besides that, for me, it's it's been more Divinity. I finished the first act of Divinity: Original Sin two. I'm on a boat now, so that's cool. I don't know where this boat goes. We'll find out. Hmm. Cool big fight at the end of that first act, like very cool fight. So. Uh, I wish we mentioned at the top, but we probably should have mentioned that we did not play Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, yeah, we're not. talk about Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> yeah, there would have been. You're not included on that first wave of, of folks who. Yeah, weird. Uh, played it. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not shocked. But I, I will say they, they indicated we would be included in future, future stuff. stuff yeah. I, um, you know, I think as I told maybe the, the two of you, Robin Austin, was like, I don't know that. As a PR company, you are trying to put mm -hmm. your, you know, trying to prioritize, and you're probably looking at what do different outlets prioritize as their coverage, and you know, they know what kind of 
commentary we would prioritize and talking about that game and have probably studied what we said in the past so oh, if yeah. i was them i probably wouldn't give it to us first either so <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll have our day in the sun with it you know uh <laughs> i do think it's interesting it. how people stuff. played it though yeah, yeah. Uh, well one yeah one everyone cloud streamed it which is sounds right. like it's going to be a theme of some various things over the summer based on what i've uh been made aware of which is interesting and hope is permanent i would fucking love that oh. one of the small consequences of of our current times is for like different way i mean i'm probably gonna be working on a piece for the next two weeks is like rethinking like social spaces in the video game industry like that goes beyond um like a small version of just like what's makes it easier for games press to play games remotely but like stuff like that builds out of the idea of like how do you rethink interactions in the video game space and one of those is like all right we have this tech and you could just not have to go to e3 to play cyberpunk you could just click a button and you know stream it off of a computer but yeah i did watch 25 minutes of it this morning like the b-roll that i guess they gave to um a bunch of folks to cut together for their their videos i watched like the raw footage of that 25 minutes yeah i watched all that stuff and and i've read a couple of things i didn't go too deep on it um i at this point i'm like let I me just I, when it's so that bit that's like remember me yeah that bit that's like i mean <laughs> oh that's that new feature where like you yeah. can like dive into people's memories brain and dance rewind it's it even and, more like yeah. uh strange days is what it's like it's literally strange days um uh an incredible Catherine bigelow film that is not available for it's streaming memory hold. anywhere huh so yeah I, it I, sucks like, I, I think the only blu-ray i found is a, a german release God. um and it's like one of those things where i'm sitting there being like maybe i should just get a you know european region dvd player <laughs> just in case i'm genuinely shocked rob actually that you don't have one like that's i think it's more interesting that you don't have a region free player than it is that you haven't bought one yet so, yeah agreed um people should watch strange days if they can find a way to uh it's, it's i'll be curious the one thing i'll say is uh it's hard to like take anything away from like the 30 minutes of like yeah. random quest footage that like didn't show a quest from beginning to end and like you i'm more interested at this point in just waiting and seeing it for for myself but um like the the combat doesn't look great, mm-hmm. and that was one of my initial worries when they decided to make it first person instead of third person. Is that I think it's easy to forget that like The Witcher Three is also like just a pretty okay. I would actually go as far as say like pretty crummy action yeah. game. It has some interesting ideas, but like so much of what people when people talk about The Witcher Three, they talk about the world and the characters and the quest. It is very rare that it's a long dissection, uh, like ruminating on. Like, and then very I dodge rolled this way, and I swung <laughs> yeah. my sword. It has and a lot. Then of I dodge really, rolled it, again. It rolled. It's got a lot of cool ideas, but it's just not very. You eventually land on like, oh, this is what I'm gonna do for combat, and then you just you do, do that, that for, for the, the whole eighty game. hours or whatever. Yeah, but the world is tremendous and 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 that's that's the reason you're there um but i also think fundamentally it's easier to get away with that in third person than first person like i think a crummy third person uh game is easier to digest than a crummy first person game um first person shooter just because first person shooters are just so we just know what ones feel good and what what don't and i think that's just less true it's a little more fungible with with third person stuff and so you know, maybe Cyberpunk will end up feeling fine enough and maybe the world and characters will be good enough that that won't matter in the same way. But every time, the the, the, tw- the 30 minutes of B-roll that I watched, like, it, there's a reason that, like, 22 minutes of it was quests, walking around, driving. The driving looks, like, 
you know, the city's gorgeous. And the moment it was yeah. switched to combat, it'd be like, Meh. yeah, uh, all right. You know, but the, the thing I'll say is when I go back to a game like Deus Ex, right? Like when the shooting started, that was not a particularly impressive game. But that's a reason you wanted to stay in stealth. <laughs> yeah, or or even like now late game, the shooting became interesting in the way that you became like a a cyborg killing machine in some ways that were also kind of cool. But yeah, I, I think like with games that are pushing more in that immersive sim direction, like passable actually gets you really far if you can just sustain a decent level of passable. And have interesting options to sort of set the table for yourself. That's true. Yeah, but that also true. generally is accompanied by a narrower scope than we're seeing with cyberpunk, or at least implied the cyberpunk. That's where the you know, that's where some of my fear comes from, which is that every other game that attempts to do stuff like this, generally for a lot of reasons, tries to hone in on a few like set pieces that can play out in a bunch of different ways. The promise of cyberpunk is a check I've never seen cashed. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a density and 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 breadth of content is what they're promising. But also, I think that's interesting is everything they showed in this this uh, demo is from the prologue, which to me is like uh, not a warning sign in any way, but but does mean I don't trust it because prologues right. are where you yeah my prologue the four hour prologue is great it's like it's gonna be a 60 or 80 or 100 hour it, game it's like a the tutorial Witcher. basically right exactly and, and maybe it's a really dope tutorial um but you know games sometimes fall apart after the tutorial because they put a lot of work into onboarding you but then not a lot of work into extending those same that same degree of storytelling or that same degree of you know whatever polish if, if you care about polish um so who knows um i'm in such a fucking weird place with this game at this point like i i I guess it's probably better to just like say that outright that like i the 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 cyberpunk fan in me meaning both the genre and literally the cyberpunk 2020 fan who you know owns a bunch of old cyberpunk 2020 splat books that are filled that are like literally (laughs) shopping catalogs for fake cars and guns and cyberware and food um, is so on board wants to just it's going to be it's going to be my problematic fave it's if I wasn't a a critic and I didn't have a responsibility to to speak openly about where it fucks up I'm sure this would just be a thing that exists in my life that I go like Ugh, it's fucked up when it does XYZ but I really love 60% of this game and that's going to be my experience with this game or that's my that would be my guess but like they also just keep fucking up um, did you see the voice thing this this cycle fucking right yeah it's like you bro. can you know they're trying to talk about like hey we're you know you know it's the future and a gender yeah with like gender the, options except, but also the gender you pick will then be tied specifically to the you know quote-unquote societal canonical voice of a man or, or, or a woman, woman and right. you can't like swap those yeah. or change them so you can have whatever genitals you want now they've a big deal that people oh wow look you can hear there's two different types of dicks you can get you can have a mix of things uh, look how we're very we're very progressive okay you know any voice you want with any body you want but your pronouns or what pronouns the NPCs will call you are based on what voice you pick, which is like literally a point of tension for trans folks in the world. And it feel and and this does not feel like a this does not feel like and we're trying to say something about the world that depending on how you speak, that's how you'll be gendered. That seems just like a fucking oversight. It's that a, if someone had like say, hey, by the way, they they might have just gone, all oh, right, yeah, that right. Okay. Well, let's, detach, no. <laughs> let's decouple that. No problem. Let's just decouple it. It's fine. We'll find another way to figure out what 
And that they didn't do that makes me feel very skeptical about the degrees to which they, the the actions they're taking based on past allegate not allegations past criticisms of transphobia because of past transphobic content that they've shown um or, or ways in which they've handled themselves in interviews and stuff and that is really like it's just frustrating because it means it, it undercuts my ability to believe that they're taking it seriously if that makes sense what was the other the other thing about so in, in i'm sure people some of the footage there's a like there's a character who's like it's a set of twins, but they've had some implants that allows them to essentially be like the same person, but have two bodies oh, and work this. in concert. And then the person on Twitter, uh. I, I, I'm butchering this a little bit, but it was like essentially like you know how you pick cool names, like you just f- spin a wheel, and that's what they did. But then it ended up, I, f- I forget, I, I forget the punchline the, the, here. But well, Kato, the, you're 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 ugging in a way that I feel like you can finish this for me. You know how you feel how you pick cool cyberpunk games. Look up for for names for twins. You look up the uh, the words for left and right in different languages, and you find esquerdo and certo in Portuguese. Portuguese. I'm probably fucking that up even. Uh, uh-huh. But uh, certo is right, as in certain, not right. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like. Oh, so it's really capturing the experience Tick of and talk <laughs> like a like clock. a clock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh. glad that it's really capturing the energy of your GM didn't do enough prep uh, uh-huh. because he was too busy buying beer. For Literally the group. says use Google Translate to look at left <laughs> and right. Let I'm like no. Oh, and then bragged about it on Twitter. Yeah, like, that's, the, that's like it's not like and then, that came out and then, after that. Someone like did a Twitter thread. Just like the like. People uh-huh. calling it out in the, his mentions and then him responding like, oh, yeah, that was totally on purpose. Wink. All right. Oh, I'm dead. What's I'm up dead, with I'm devs high. right now? Why are they <laughs> like this? So Take the L. Learn, learn not to be the main character on Twitter. Just your the games you make sell millions of copies. Twitter is tiny. I know it feels big. I know it does. But you're incredibly rich. Just take the L. <laughs> Neil Druckmann. <laughs> Or don't take the L. Take the dub because you just sold. A, you made a game that sold millions and millions yeah, of copies. You're winning the you're like the right. culture war. You're winning. Right, right. <laughs> let us have Twitter. God damn! <laughs> don't even let us have it. Just stay out of people's mentions. We don't even have Twitter. We don't like. We don't we even have, have that. Yeah, come on. <laughs> oh, <sighs> bite my, I'm, just, bite I'm still my playing tongue. through that game. Yeah, how's that going uh, for you? I I'd like it more than. Um, than Rob, I think I uh, well, I'll keep most of my thoughts because I think uh, I will probably be able to finish it this week, um, and then uh, at least Rob and I and maybe someone else will try and do a spoiler cast. So I'll bite my tongue on, on too much about it. But there is a uh, uh, mechanical change, I guess I'll say, that happens about halfway through the game uh, that forces you to sort of like change uh, the, the sort of style of play. And I am liking the second half of I'm liking that. You are in the best part of the game. I did. <laughs> yes. Um, um, to, to, uh, being vague cause I, you know, it, not everyone plays a, a, a 25 to 40 hour game, which seems to be like the weird range that I've seen of huh. how long it's taken to people to finish the game. I don't know how you're doing it in 25. I don't know um, how you're doing but it in 40, I, but okay. Yeah. Um, so I seem to be on track for 35, 40 based on what I've seen. Um, but, um, there, there's more of a, you spend a lot more time in in stealth in the first half, and then there this change that occurs is just a more 
action-oriented way of playing. There was just more moments where the game is like, Haha, fuck you, you're actually going to just have to, like, roll with it and figure it out um, as things go mm-hmm. to shit. And this is a game that I liked the combat all right in Last of Us. Um, I, I, I like it quite a bit in Last of Us 2, especially in this mode change um, where when it goes loud, I'm really enjoying the loud part. And I often am now finding myself like, nah, fuck this stealth shit. Like, let's go. Like, throw a brick at that person's face and uh, <laughs> let's just see what happens after that. Um, so I'll, I'll say from like a story storytelling, characters, playing, I, I, I wish this game was flipped. Um, and I think we can get into... Like it's hard. I'm not a story editor. Like I'm nor a storyteller. But it's been hard to not play this game and think, like, with a judicious editor, there's actually a way of mixing some of these pieces together that could have been, and not and still largely tell the same exact story, mm-hmm. but just move some things around and how different reveals are placed. That I, it, it's hard not to see like a 15 to 20 hour game that was a lot stronger. This um, like the I thing. Think. The thing I will say is. Like, as I was playing through this game, I didn't have my opinion, right? Like, I think if, like, where you are right now, I was starting to coast up to, like, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. The Last of Us Part I, Two, yep. yeah, you were fucking I'm right where you are. Yes, yeah, and then it, like, so much hinges on some last act stuff and some reveals that absolutely point to that kind of editing problem, and also to what the game thinks is going to be a surprising revelation that just isn't right. It's, it's like, boy, but they didn't see this coming. And it's like, no, that's pretty clearly in the subtext already. So I don't like, this is not like this, this thing you've saved is a little secret. It wasn't a secret. And you kind of, you you kind of bet the farm on that. Uh, So, yeah, I think like the frustrating thing about this game is I think there is, there is a way this thing could have wrapped up. That would have left me, I think, in a considerably more positive frame of mind. Uh, but it was that overstaying of the welcome that really started to also make some of the even those good combat things feel a little tedious. Uh, yeah, they get ro- they get rote. Where like I, yeah. I often um, like I've hit a particular high. Like the last four hours I've played have been really really excellent um uh again being as vague as possible um there's a sequence in a in a hotel oh my god um, yes and uh there's a sequence in the uh, basement of a hospital um that um it actually last of us turns into resident evil 2 i would say is a fairly apt comparison not as good Um, but yeah yes but i mean like it feels them channeling something much closer to that um in vibe um it's it's in as far as I played, the most like straight horror that the the, the game gets. It's that's what's it's often often you see the screenshots of the creatures, but it's way more thriller than than horror in terms of like overall tone. But this there's like a four hour time where it is just like just grinding like my fingers into this controller, and I I I was like oh man like I want to bottle up this feeling and ex- I was like I, this has happened very rarely in the like you know twenty three hours or whatever that I've played so far, but this part is so good and I just want to hold on to it. And I can tell that I'm near the end of the sequence. Like, like story-wise, I'm like, ah, we're going to be moving on from this soon. And this part is so good that I just wish there was, this was paced better. And actually it's, um, 
I almost wonder to some degree, and I do think there's a, a lot of uh, fat in, in the game, especially in terms of combat encounters. I think if it just like literally just whoop, lopped off half the combat encounters, um, it would make the ones that remain uh, a lot more impactful. But uh, boy, it's a game that if it had been delivered episodically, which makes no sense financially these days, but if it feels structured like a television show, seems to take a lot of cues, which not a great shot given that like the co-writer came from the world of TV, worked on Westworld and and some other stuff. Um, literally, I think if Last of Us 2 was like divided up into, I don't know, f- four to six hour chunks that came out in five parts, I'd even just the releasing it in that form would make yeah. some of the repetition like a lot more digestible. I think it's because we feel the need with, so with TV, I don't know how other like it's it's difficult to play a game like The Last of Us and play something else. I tried to do that this weekend. There's a game I can't talk about that I was like, ah, totally different. I'm gonna go into this and then come back to The Last of Us. And instead, I was like, no, like I'm just going. I I need to just keep Push doing through. The Last of Us. Yeah. Whereas with like TV, I don't know how all of you watch, but like I'm jumping between juggling Wildly like six different, different shows. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And, you know, like it's very, it's like super rare. Like yes, it's true that my time makes it that it's difficult to like mainline something, but I didn't do that. It was rare that I did that anyway. Like it was actually more likely like, oh, like we watched two episodes of this. Like, uh, well now I want to open a beer and like, I want to watch something else. Like we just kind of like yeah. going between a lot of different modes. Whereas with video games, um, especially these types of games, I find, and, and this one is a particular type of that one, even, you know, uh, absent other ones that it's like, I just have to keep doing this. I cannot put it down and come back for whatever reason, like it, it, and not in just the sense of it's gripping my attention, but in that I want to just be in this mode, then get out of this mode and go do something else as opposed to jumping between a whole bunch of uh, differently, tonally uh, different experiences. So, yeah, makes sense. Is anyone else playing anything they want to hit before we wrap up the podcast for today? I know it's getting a little long in the tooth. We've been going for a little while. I know Patrick always has hard outs now. Um, but anything else? Anyone I'm going, no one's out? come in the room. Wait, Patrick, no. you wrote down here that you've been playing Mr. Driller. Is that real? Yeah, I, yeah, they, what? uh, I, I, I'll say yeah, really briefly, uh, Mr. Driller, Drill Land, which I, I was pretty sure didn't know it until I actually booted it up. Um, it's on Switch and Ooh. Steam right now, and hopefully we'll come to other places later, but is a, uh, it was a GameCube, uh, game. And the reason, like, it was, like, kind of stuck in my brain was because, uh, the GameCube era was back like when I was still importing a lot of games, like starting with the PS1, the first games I imported were Dance Dance Revolution expansions because like only a couple of them would come to the United States and they would be the just the worst playlists. Like early on, like yeah. PS1, the first PS1 Dance Dance Revolution in, in America, oh my God, just like <laughs> complete trash, so just complete trash. Um, and so I was always, I was obsessed with DDR just, or music rhythm games, always have been, um, like can't play an instrument worth my life, but just love, that's why I love music rhythm games because right. it gets, lets me experience music in that mode. Um, but I was still in, like importing was still relatively important, um, up through the GameCube, PS2, Xbox one, uh, era. And then sort of petered out after that, as most games kind of came out here concurrently, um, and Mr. Driller was one of those games that I adored on the GameCube. So I guess I just didn't realize that they were just porting a 2002 puzzle game to, to the Switch and PC, which is great. They did a, it's, It looks wonderful. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, they 
yes, they updated the visual. So for people who know, Mr. Driller is your little character, and you drill through. And um, this one in particular is a puzzle game. So it's like collect twenty of these. <laughs> Sorry, Robert, well, I mean, just completely tickled. And you're just a little driller, and you drill through. Yeah. What else, what else am I supposed to say? What's He's got a drill. What's you drill. Better, yeah. What's better than this? And he's it's called a Mr. Chicken Driller. sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real like chicken. Anyway, we're not just like my brain is the the I have some diodes in my brain. The synapses in my brain, all of the just worst shit posts just connecting one to another. And now you're a little driller. You drill through is in there. Oh, uh, sorry. Anyway, new graphics or something is what you're saying. Saying it looks good. Is that what? Is that what? Right. It's a great puzzle game. It's, you should play. It's good. Probably play it on casual mode. They put it in there. Don't let the don't let the uh, the descriptor was like, hey, do you want to play it how it was? It's not meant to be played. It was like the original difficulty mode. Uh, and they, they did a new rebalancing. Feel f- free to do the original balancing because this game will kick your ass on the first suite of levels. Okay. Um, it's cool. Um, I like it's a cool puzzle game. Like it is a yeah. there, there's like a rapidness to it that comes. Oh, with- it's got a fun rhythm. Yeah. It's like boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And you just have to because um, the, the pieces are aligned. Uh, the, there's different boards and then the boards have unique mechanics. So like the 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 actual both what Mr. Driller is capable of and then the interactions that Mr. Driller has in the world around him <laughs> change. <laughs> We're, our brains are infected. Rob fell over. I broke you. You have Rob's in, you on have the bro- ground. <laughs> I, his name is Mr. Driller. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to Mr. Kato. Can you make this the transcript? Apolog- try apologies just, uh, to Mr. Driller. Yeah. <laughs> he just drills through. He just drills through. <laughs> oh, you just gotta just drill through. Little, man, he won't. He's just a little. Drill. I'm just a little driller. <laughs> I'm just a little birthday driller. Oh, <laughs> uh, f- fuck. Sorry, Patrick. Thank you. I'm, I didn't mean to. Just play it. That's it. No. This, that, <laughs> it's a cool game. It's a cool game. I we like drilling. He drills through. Um, Had that second I, one on Game Boy Advance. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, it's a, a series that I wish they would re- return to. Yeah. The, Mr. Driller Drill Spirits, the DS game, was also. Mm. Um, I will do a very, very, very quick shout out because I'm still very early in it. But CrossCode is coming to Switch, and I got code for that. I've been waiting on CrossCode cross uh, code, code. CrossCode code for Switch cross for a long code. time. Uh, it's like a, it's like a top-down 2D Zelda RPG um, with a cool premise. Um, the I this game had been pitched to me as you're playing a character who is stuck in an MMO. And who can only say a few words, but it's not an MMO. I think it's another planet where rich people brain link to androids and play out an MMO, uh, which is a different setting than just you log into an MMO. Because it means that like it's like a it's like a inverted Westworld thing where like there are real right. people around and they're the workers. Like I said, it's still a Westworld thing. That's just Westworld, but it, it's it's. <laughs> Everyone else is an MP. Every all the other MP. It's it's a very interesting game because it presents that feeling of being an MMO really well of just motherfuckers running around with weird names and lots of quests popping up. And I, I I've been enjoying it. People should look at some, <laughs> the, some footage. The quote, the quote from Rock Paper Shotgun on the Steam page. Yeah. A truly great game you could devote 117 hours to. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck. I'll see y'all. I'll see y'all in August. I got another big game on my deck right now, and uh, that's that's a lot to. This looks gorgeous. 
gorgeous. It's though. really, I'm, it's I, yeah. I've heard of it. It was like perpetually one of those games that people would be like, "You seem to like these games. You should play this one." Yeah, and I just for whatever reason never. Um, I think the maybe combat part of it is really that, fun so far. The it was on PC, and it feels weird to play a game like that on PC. That's like not a, for, like doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like you could play a controller just like anything else, yep. but I don't know. There's. Yep. Associate them with consoles. Yeah, I absolutely totally. played most of the Zelda games on a computer in my childhood. You listen, me too. <laughs> We've all been there. All right, listen. Yeah. Shout outs to shout outs to having looser morals and a decent internet connection. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Listen, it got me here. So Right. <laughs> I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to judge 15-year-old downloading SNES ROMs. It's not, <laughs> not my job. You fire me on that. Um, <laughs> please don't fire me on that. I need the healthcare. Uh, anyway, it's coming out on it's coming out on uh, on Switch in a few days. I want to say like next week, July July 9th, so like a week and a half. Um, but, but but so far that that port seems to be working really well. Uh, if you've already played it, you probably don't need to. There's not new stuff in here as far as I know. But for as someone who's been waiting for this console release for a long time, uh, it's 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 been pretty good <clears> so far. Um, and I don't have an embargo as far as I can tell. So if I get in trouble for this, please know uh, this person just said, here you go. And that's it. There's no embargo attached. So I can say whatever the fuck I want. Your fault. Yeah, exactly. That's on them, not on me. Um, but that's the last thing I have for, for today. I'll, ch- I'll probably check in on that again after, you know, probably next week or something as I put more time into it because I'm still very early. Um, all right. I think that's probably does it for us this week. We've we've let's drill on out let's, of here. Let's drill through this fucking week together. You know, I would love to just drill through this week and get to next week. Um, uh, actually, is this? Are y'all doing? Are y'all doing a Last of Us cast? It depends on what I. I don't want to promise it, so. it but okay. if but like the, the nice thing is, Patrick, I suspect the part of the game you're in, you're just gonna be like, um gonna eat it yes like i um <laughs> sun, it's like sunday nights love like, to pick up to austin's mannerisms by uh-huh, thank you. you really <laughs> did that was an awesome like, that was an austinism <laughs> without even sure. thinking about it i was yeah. just like yeah um. you know the um thing <laughs> yeah that, that's, that's how, how we consume moment. things that's quickly. how we consume things like a big cartoon can't be character. too long if you put it all in your mouth at once <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh yeah no i'm i guess as i'm good i i need to just like I'm really enjoying the part I'm in, and then at that point, I'll be close enough to the end state that it's like, all right, let's just let's just go. So the we've Kato, I know you didn't want to be spoiled on it, so we thought about doing it next week, which um my, that would be my my guess would be we'd do it we'd record it next week. So, but we'll update people if that if that changes. Yeah. Um. Uh. I'll, I'll know we, 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 we will not have a Monday pod. That's what I was building to. No. We will not have a Monday yeah. pod. And depending on when that Last of Us th- thing hits, I will just take the week off or take. I'll, I'm going to take a couple. I'm going to take two podcasts in a row off. One of them is going to be Monday because of not having the podcast. But I don't know if the other one will be. No. Let's just let, let's say for right now. Well, and uh, next week. Our, you know, welcome to our editorial planning yeah. meeting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's just say like it. Absent there being like major game news or uh, us feeling like we have to do something that weighs in on what else is happening. You know, it's been a shit show in the industry for the last yeah. two weeks. So like yeah. maybe, you know, like let's leave that as a possibility. <laughs> um, and maybe we even address that in the last of us pod, but I, I, uh, I would say, yeah, like you were probably safe to do that. And then we'll just do the last of us right. pod Perfect next Friday. Say. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see y'all then on Friday, uh, as we come back to talk about who knows what we'll figure out something. I think we'll we have some ideas. Something. Well, we've thought about some things. Uh, so we'll be back, be back on Friday. As always, thank you to Bowen for letting us use the, the track Miss You off the EP Pale Machine. Find out more about that at waypoint.zone slash B-O-E-N. Um, you can follow everyone at 
waypoint what we all do twitter.com slash waypoint waypointadvice.com uh kata where can people find you on the internet at a underscore kata underscore appears patrick yeah patrick club i saw that rob and rob at rob zachney um also <laughs> i'm gonna do a very uh selfish it's not a selfish plug i'm gonna do a plug uh, the, if you're hearing this, you still have, if you're hearing this on Monday or Tuesday of the week, it comes out, not just any Monday or any Tuesday, <laughs> uh, friends at the table is still doing a fundraiser for, uh, four different, uh, major uh, organizations, um, uh, reclaim the block, black youth project, 100 bail project and the Marshall project. And we are nearing a hundred thousand dollars raised uh from this sale so i would love to i would love to hit that number because numbers that don't mean anything mean something to my brain i guess um and we are we are getting there we're only a few thousand dollars away right now uh it's hard to it's hard to add it together because it's like we have our five thousand dollar donation plus like whatever people bought from the itch.io page plus some stuff from a soundtrack sale but all together we're like ninety five thousand dollars like right there so if if people are curious you can go to uh friends at the table dot itch dot io uh and and if if you if you don't care about friends at the table i'm not saying you should go buy stuff there but if you're like a lapsed friends at the table listener and you're like i really loved marielda but i haven't like listened to that show in a while uh, you should go check out the site because, uh, like, there's a cool Marielda fanzine on there. Uh, there's like all of the cool postcards set from the from our Hyron season. Um, so you should you should go check that stuff out uh, and help us help us raise money for some really important projects. Um, uh, and and in general, please please as you listen to this, you know, now many many weeks after the start of this new up, uprise of of Black Lives Matter and uh, you know police abolition uh, movements, please stay active. Please stay engaged. There are local movements wherever you are. As uh, elections start to happen in, in some states where they're, they're a little bit later, primary elections start happening, please stay involved. Please, please, you know, look into who you can vote for locally <clears throat> that will support uh, uh, things like police abolition, like the abolition of ICE, uh, you know, like uh, the, the sort of stuff that we that we talk about on here week after week. Um, those folks are out there. They're not maybe not there. They are not everywhere, unfortunately. But uh, it is it is uh, you know kind of up to you locally to not only vote for them but see if you can get involved, see if you can help those those campaigns in these last days um, as as we continue to move through this fuck year. Uh, so uh, we'll be back later this week with more. Uh, and until then, fuck capitalism. Go home. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.
I need. I actually need to use the restroom. Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay, sure. Yeah, oh, I wow. I no, I the just, truth is revealed. Yeah. <laughs> like two years off from recording a podcast with my wife, and then we do it again. And I'm like, why the fuck is it still like this? Like, why do I have to like just plug in two microphones? It feels like I should be able to figure that out. It's like, no, you gotta, you know, trick it and create a single line, and then trick something else in GarageBand. And hello. Well, that's that's your issue there. GarageBand. Well, it's if you don't want to spend any money, that's yeah, this that's is your true. life. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Austin. Hello. Give me a second. Join the discourse. The water's <laughs> fine. Well, no, it's not. It's, it's not. It's, it's terrible. But. Um, also, right. isn't that a show on Netflix right now? The floor is lava. Yeah. Yeah. People love it. Mm -hmm. I need what? to watch it. I'm. I'm down. I'm ready. Like watch they just turned the, the they turned the kids game into a like a, it's a you know yeah uh-huh an actual like you know, wow uh, what do you i don't know what do you what do you call like the the the, the genre of american gladiators action yeah. game show yeah game show. i don't know game show i mean i just feel like i feel like there's a subgenre, right like it's yeah, more yeah, yeah. Like than a game show <laughs> there is yeah because like, it's not a quiz show right and that's a subgenre. Right. That was um, the one. Uh, the sports just, uh, Legends show. of the Hidden Temple was my jam as a physical kid. Physical challenge show. <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah, competition television program says Boring. that's not right. The competition is too broad. The competition's yeah. too broad. Uh, uh, time two, about less it? Listen, two days to buy season tickets for the Chicago Bears. Better get better <laughs> better get on that. Better get to the are they cheap? Sell marketplace. Um. Are they not cheap look, enough? I didn't look this year. I know I can't. I, I mean, it's the, I did the I did the math one time because it's like a long term goal of mine. I have like some mm -hmm. family friends that they've had them. That's like the thing. Some people buy a lake house. Other people buy like a family set of season tickets to the Bears that are enshrined <laughs> for in their family. I had family friend. Lake house, uh, um, I, oh, apps. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But um, I did the math of like the the wait list is. Like it's not gonna happen. Like you're right. not you're not just gonna conveniently get um unless your family had done it a generation prior. <laughs> like you're not gonna get on that list where it just comes up and you buy them uh at um like the the raw value. It's like for like four tickets to buy someone out, it's like ten grand. Jesus Christ. And then you but then that's before of course you then spend, you know, buying tickets every but if you if you sell them, in other words, in other words you're if, you sell, if you sell them, you can make make that back. Um, like you're pretty, saying that the, that ten grand is to to take someone's slot is what yes, you're saying. It's the it's the right to purchase tickets, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's the entry fee. Yeah. <laughs> then you have to buy the tickets. Right. Then you have to buy the tickets. It's which, like an alcohol <sighs> license. Yeah, I yes. love it. That seems pretty reasonable, though. Ten grand. That's what I said. I was like, could, I was like, could I see myself <laughs> being able to do that? When I'm like in my fifties, like maybe, maybe, like a, <laughs> maybe you start saving now. <laughs> so, I, so what are you saying? Is you know, you know, I, just, and then you got to go to the games. Set, I recently set up I like you know, the, the, I thought the lake house comparison was exaggerated. <laughs> oh um, no! <laughs> you know, they call them five two nines when you're investing for your kid's college. Where is the investment platform where I get tax rebates for? <laughs> Eventually getting Chicago Bears season tickets. God. What's the equivalent there? I'm surprised the I'm surprised boomers didn't like get that folded into some sort of uh, <laughs> a tax you know, rebate for package. supporting. Yeah, a, a yeah. <laughs> these are valuable family heirlooms. <laughs> Government should have no. 
We should be subsidized. See, we need to strip those away from families, you know. Yes, yes, yes. Dismantle the uh Although the no, because then it would tanks. be then you'd have the rent control argument deployed. True. Where it's like, no, that's the only way a lot of people can afford to keep their season tickets that have been in the family for generations. Uh-huh. Which is true. That's not that is that yeah. God. But you Mid. have to you have to generate some dynamism. You know what you have to do? You have to add capacity. <laughs> you have to add capacity and that solves the problems. Brings prices down for everybody. Down, yeah. Uh-huh. For everybody. Yeah. Uh-huh. Incredible. All right. Uh, ready to do what time dot is, clap? Uh, no. Time okay. dot clap. Yep. Is that a thing? Time dot clap. No, clap is not a TLD. Damn. Yeah, I want it to. I want you. Yeah, give me yeah, the, shocking give me the app that clap dot for clap. Me. Uh, <laughs> the first thing that comes oh. up when I put in time dot clap into, into my Chrome uh, universal bar is is it time to stop clapping for healthcare workers? New York Damn. Times. They've been pampered for far too long. <laughs> Get them. Can I just... Yeah, what's up? Know what? I'm going to hold it. You hold it. <laughs> Let's do a clap. All right. I'm up. 25. Nice. Kato, 325, right? Oh, shit. Hello? Yeah? What up? Did you? Okay, no. For me, the the second after everyone clapped, everyone froze simultaneously. Oh, that was weird. It was a weird hiccup. Uh, I think it was just my internet. Why isn't that make that a Twilight Zone episode, Jordan Peele? It's like after the clap. It's like (laughs) part of a podcast. You're alone. None of your none of the 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 conversation keeps going, but you can't join it. You can't get into it. How have we not had a haunted podcast horror movie (laughs) or just a podcast about like a podcast being haunted? Which would be distinct from the other horror podcasts that are out there. It would be. Yeah. I I once forever, forever ago, like a decade plus ago when I was like first trying to freelance was like, I should pitch a game company, a in-universe like uh, like a, a horror podcast about the development of a game in which the game's horror universe bleeds into the the world of the podcast. So you're like doing a Resident Evil podcast, and the first like yeah. three episodes are just like interviewing people about Resident Evil. Like, and then the there's team. an outbreak, and then there's an outbreak in the podcast, and then like something <laughs> weird happens, you know. Um, and and I was like, yeah, someone someone's gonna do that. I, it's fine. I I won't do that. I don't want to get into PR anyway. That no one did it, so someone should do it. It's good. It's a good idea. Anyway.